The following is a paid political program. The views and opinions expressed in the following are not necessarily the views and opinions of KYOS, Radio Merced, or Stevens Media Group. Radio Merced SMG thanks you for your listenership. Welcome to Candidates Corner. I'm Roger Wood, your host. And our guest for this segment, our candidate for this segment, I guess I should say, is Mark Pazin. And he is a candidate for the newly formed 27th Assembly District. And uh, it's a real pleasure to interview Mark, a local boy. So, Mark, welcome to our show. Roger, thanks for having me. Yes, uh, Assembly District 27, newly formed, goes through uh, most of Merced County, probably 80%. And shoots straight down along the I-5, 99, and 33 corridor way down into Kalinga. Quite a quite a territory compared to the old district. It, you're correct. Yes, yes. And that's kind of a shame, I think, the way they've stretched it out. Instead of having it be whole counties, the end of it, piece of one here and a piece of one there. And it, you don't have community identity, I don't think. Well, the only upside i hope is that i'll be able this is a merced county seat as far as i'm concerned and a lot of my supporters believe that uh it does constitute 52 percent of the vote that's why we're working hard and that's probably why you see my opponent here quite a bit uh madera county has 18 percent plus or minus and then uh fresno county has about 32 percent of the vote but the lion's share obviously is here in merced and that's why uh, we're paying attention to merced county i feel comfortable as we move into a final few days before uh, november 8th and kind of looking back from where we started uh, last february really and then we filed in march uh, the months have just flown by I guess they have. For a candidate, that's a lot of traveling, especially the, the territory you have to cover now. And, uh, you know, I've been hearing a lot of negative ads out of your opponent, and I think we ought to discuss that a little bit today, the difference uh, between your background and experience in life and hers. So let's let's jump into Mark Pazin, a little story of the life of Mark Pazin. You know, and you're right. I can't believe how... Uh, what a negative turn those have occurred. You know, I've had a 40-plus uh, year career, two great, uh, really, careers uh, with the sheriff's office and then with the state of California. I've seen a lot, Roger, and I know my opponent has trying to wrestle away that she's this pro-law enforcement person. Uh, really quite the opposite. I do did not take pictures with AOC. I did not sign the Green New Deal. Uh, I did not lose my license. Uh, she was suspended from the bar for whatever reason. Uh, and my life experiences have really captured in protecting uh, the public in one form or fashion. And I had the great benefit of serving the citizens of Merced County as sheriff coroner uh, for over 10 years. You add to that going through the ranks as a deputy up and through the commander level where I served not only the Merced office, but if you recall, uh, Sheriff Sawyer was a big proponent of community-oriented policing. Uh, we had decentralized the sheriff's office where we had the uh, North Station that was based out of Hillmar. And then 
great story. Uh, do you remember Kurt McCandless? He was the superintendent of Delhi Unified School, and they were expanding the school campus there on August Avenue, I believe. And at the time I was sheriff, I was able to form a very good relationship with Kirk. We were able to build what is now the current North Area Station in Delhi by having a public-private partnership with Delhi Unified School District. The reason being, if you've ever been up to Hillmar Cheese Company, they, they were expanding. We are basically just said, hey, look, you know, it's, it's been nice and the partnership's been great, but we're expanding. You need to find someplace else. So uh, fortunately, I knew uh, Kirk McCandless. Uh, they had some construction money. And to your point, Roger, that's the difference between myself and my opponent. I have done things already. I don't need to say I'm going to in the future. I have done public-private partnerships. I have built an emergency operations center that is at Castle Air Base, where the old linebacker building is. And that was during the recession uh, in cooperation with then CAO of Merced County, uh, Larry, Larry T. Combs. So a lot of this stuff that you and I have talked about is... An individual who really doesn't have any life experiences believes in her mind that she was able to procure $2 billion in law enforcement money or public safety money. Where do you come up with that type of bizarre thought process? It's called passing a Fresno City budget. Never several, got two, several budgets, I assume. Yeah, yeah, I would say over the course of her being there, she's turned out. So I guess at some point in time, uh, you keep telling the same lie becomes the truth. Uh, I believe it has been modified a little bit that they now it's the term is investment, but it sure doesn't sound that way in all the all the negative nasty flyers, all the negative nasty commercials that she's going to be the one. If you dig down deep, she's the one that took a million dollars away from Fresno City Police Department under the guise of moving a division over to a cultural arts center is the best I can figure. But never put the million dollars back into the Fresno City police budget. So the whole thing with her is smoke and mirrors, um, catchphrases uh, from uh, her benefactors that are uh, labor groups that have been actually just, you know, doing some pretty good pummeling. But you know what? Um, the stronger you lash out, the stronger I become. So it's uh, water off a duck's back. Well, it's interesting when they try to make uh, try to make negative your 40 years of law enforcement experience, and then of course also your experience in Sacramento. You might talk about that too the the cushy job that you took in Sacramento. Well, and let's reverse engineer that also. I retired from the sheriff's office. I got a call from Jerry Brown. Regardless of political stripe, he had the confidence in me to say, "Hey." Uh, what are you doing? Uh, I know 2014 is coming up. You're going to rerun again. I, at the time, I wasn't truly decided. Uh, he goes, well, I've got this law enforcement uh, chief's position at California Office of Emergency Services. We think you'd be a great fit. 
did a little research, and through, quite frankly, the calendar year of 2013, that's how long it took to go through the background, to go through the governor's process, and that's why we waited up until December. I guess I could have conceivably left early, but I wanted to make sure that we had enough time. Well, Again, let's, let's talk about why, why did he pick you out of all the people up and down the state? Uh, How, we wh- went, where did you rise to the top? Well, that's an interesting question. Uh, we became friends. I was president of the California State Sheriff's Association. And when I say friends, I mean, we were able to make phone calls. And, you know, I, I talked to him a couple months ago, quite frankly. And uh, we just we're, we just had a, a vision. And but you were president of the Sheriff's Association. Yes. Besides being a sheriff for Merced County. Correct. You had a statewide office that you were president of. That's what attracted him to you, I presume. Yes. I was able to... Uh, work with him on a lot of legislative issues in 2010, 2011, and 2012 when he came in as governor. Uh, we had a certain bonding. Uh, we were comfortable with each other. He was a little uh, eclectic, but he was a, a good person. And for a governor, Democratic governor to appoint a Republican sheriff, he, want, he just wanted the job done. And I promised him I would do the best that I could uh, with my abilities and my contacts to make sure California was safe. Well, when that occurred, I mean, we had floods, we had fires, we had pestilence. It was, again, very biblical. To your point again, my opponent has none of that. Makes a, you know, maybe gets a file uh, once a week to make a decision at the Fresno City Council uh, meeting. But again, to say that she got $2 billion is just nonsense, untruthful, and terribly disingenuous. And I'm going to tell you why, because we oversaw a lot of grants. And I got to tell you, in my position with the state of California for OES, we did a lot of connecting of the dots, not only for law enforcement, but also for fire uh, search and rescue and also for emergency management. So I was able to be involved in a lot of what I would call the trifecta of keeping California safe with those three components. And she has been a Fresno City Councilwoman. Yep. Uh, as, uh, yeah, long, yeah, not much this. Not Craig. much else to say about it. I, I don't recall anything about her her life career before hearing about her as a Fred, Fresno City Councilwoman. There was nothing. It's crickets after that. And I recall there was even some issues about use of uh, use of city credit cards. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, it's uh, we had the thing I mentioned this last week. We had a town hall and a debate at UC Merced. She just doesn't feel the pain of having to go either to the gas station for a gallon of gas or having to go to the store to get a gallon of milk for the family. And when you have a Fresno City credit card and you can just suspend it on, quote, all your expenses, and then, of course, she raised quite a bit of money compliment unions and uh, these other groups that she can also expense that out. I, I would submit to you and the listening audience that uh, has not spent one red cent of her own money over the past, uh, really, eight years. Because as, and that's just what we know. That's just what we know, what she spent uh, very lavishly, and I would say foolishly, on uh persons and with the fresno city credit card it's bizarre 
Yeah, I think it's uh, it's kind of ironic the way uh, the unions for the police officers and the fire officers work. They always go Democratic even when they have a law enforcement uh, professional as a candidate. She she obtained two law enforcement endorsements, and I know about the uh, the one but they've also helped me out a little bit. The second one, I know exactly what happened. There was a lobbyist. I'm not going to mention that character's name. The reason he was bashing me is because I told him, no, you had to go through a proper process to obtain some uh, grant money. It had to do with an active shooter component. I told this fella... About a year, year and a half ago when I was still at the state, no, this is the procedure. He just thought I could just write a check and give it to his little group as a lobbyist. I go, no, that's not the way it works. So just like everything else, no good deed goes unpunished. Really don't (laughs) care about him. I think he's, um, well, we're on a family show, so I won't tell you exactly what I think, but uh, he also is very disingenuous. Yeah, well, they they are sure playing up those ads to try and uh, degrade your life experience. And meanwhile, they don't have anything to say about her experience except for that uh, a billion dollars for police work that apparently was the result of Fresno City Council budgets. That's all it was. It, it, it was, and uh, it doesn't imply that when you hear it. It sounds like she went out and found some uh, good grant money for him or something. But I, even <laughs> it's two billion dollars. You just don't find two billion dollars uh, lying underneath the rock, especially at the federal. Or state level look i've been involved in a lot of the grant process and have divvied up money and for one agency as big as even as big as fresno city is there's no way on god's green earth that they were going to get two billion dollars so it was a derivative of her uh, wordsmithing and stating that she got it and that it was all about a uh, basically a vote of fiscal years at the Fresno City Council. Uh, No more, no less. I I think one thing that is important to emphasize for you, Mark, is that you've been in Sacramento for, I forget how many years you've been there, and so you know your way around town a lot better than a Fresno City Councilwoman does. Well, you know, it's also... um, you're quite accurate. So really, uh, as I was going through the chairs for the California State Sheriff's Association, you know, there's legis- legislation that does impact law enforcement. Uh, so I had a good fortune of being on the uh, legislative committee for Cal State Sheriff's as I was going through the chairs, ultimately becoming and voted in as president of the California State Sheriff's Association. So I'm able very adroitly to navigate the uh, halls of Sacramento and to the credit of my boss Mark Gilarducci who reported to Governor Brown and then to uh, uh, Newsom I was also went back to Washington DC I was also the on the Homeland Security Advisory Committee so I was able to go back there a couple times because you know the money's either over with FEMA or Homeland Security at the federal level. And then, obviously, you have money here at the state of California that everybody is vying for, for their projects and such. So uh, you're correct. I've been there, done that. Again, my opponent purports to want to do something. And here's something else. I went to the Fresno, big Fresno Fair a couple weeks ago and met with some... constituents and other friends 
And I decided to take a a drive through uh, my opponent's district. And ironically, she was always talking about being appointed by Governor Newsom to be on a homeless commission. Well, I tell you what, she should really turn her papers in for resignation. I went through her district. I was there barely able to get through an intersection because you think the homeless population is bad here in Merced? Try and go over into her neck of the woods in her district. It is a mess. There are tents. There's shopping carts. There are people milling around. I had taken a wrong turn off of, uh, I believe it was Ventura Avenue as you go into the uh, Big Fresno Fair off of 99. And I'm thinking to myself what is your plan don't have one you talk a big story and basically there's a uh, a metaphor all hat no cattle windshield farmer may have nice pickup put your arm out but you have nothing to show for it there is no more affordable housing even though fresno b endorsed her saying that she knew more about it than anybody I got to tell you, that also is oxymoronic. Haven't seen anything. You talk about being on the Homeless Commission as appointed by the governor. Okay, fine. Uh, It's still a hot mess over in your district. Haven't done a darn thing. Did not go to the Madera County Farm Bureau uh, town hall meeting a couple Thursdays ago. I was there. Yes, she says she has a plan for water. Nothing to show for it. Nothing's been done. This one-party rule has hurt, has hurt Californians. And so this is my question to those that have not turned in their ballot. I'm asking you, begging you, please look at the facts. Not the negative commercial, but the facts about who has a plan. Who has actually been in the trenches? Who has been on the street uh, pursuing criminals? That would be me, not her. And at the end of the day, when going around generically stating on these flyers, I'm going to fight for the Valley, you haven't done anything to fight at all for the city of uh, Fresno other than having to recuse yourself because of relationships that you can't vote on. There's the homeless situation in Fresno has exploded. So tell me on all these negative ads, you're attacking me. Tell me what you have done. And I submit to the listening audience and to you, Roger, it's a goose egg. Yep, that uh, that does appear to be the case. Well, and, I mean, and it's a, it's a, too bad it works out that way, but that's politics, I guess. Sometimes it, you have a lifetime political person versus an experienced law enforcement person. Well, you, you, it's interesting. You, you look at some of the paperwork. It says politician Mark Pazin. What are you talking about? I, I ran for office three times for as sheriff coroner. The politician is sitting at the dais opining and barking out orders for everybody else. That is truly a politician has worked with um, 
Rubio and Gil Cedillo, which she has been silent on that boondoggle down in Los Angeles where they were had a hot mic and they were talking some very disparaging remarks about a young a young uh, man who happened to be African American and she quietly took Gil Cedillo's name off her endorsement list has not called for his uh, resignation had that been anybody else there would have been uh, really hell to pay for that deafening uh, silence and nothing so again you have someone that is termed out nowhere to go really nothing to do has been basically propped up with really two million dollars of labor money and every everyone else and on one of the negative ads that i think is this this just very off-putting it was from the american psychiatric association what have they got to do with a district 27 law enforcement water homeless scenario and taxes it's still a head scratcher. Yeah, that is interesting. I don't know that I can say I've heard that one or not. I'll have to listen more carefully. Well, it's just it's the disclaimer, you know, where they go. This oh, yeah, is not associated the, with right. any uh, a candidate that independently. Da 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 da. And it, I just happened to see that one just caught my eye, and it was just uh, I, I think it's uh, truly pathetic. You have a person that wishes to represent. Uh, Merced County, Madera, and Fresno can't even take care of what she has in the city of Fresno, let alone trying to uh, be part of the one-party rule. The other, the other aspect of it is uh, why she is uh, making some noise about me taking this cushy job in Sacramento. I got something for you is that it was not cushy, 12, 14-hour days. If you've ever been in the middle of a firestorm, I was at those protests, had a number of items thrown at me when I was down in Los Angeles uh, with the uh, then with Sheriff, um, uh, Sheriff of Los Angeles County, the uh, uh, police chief, and it was a mess. So any cushy job where you're getting box, uh, I mean... Um, Rocks thrown at you. Uh, they would freeze water bottles. It was uh, it was not pleasant. Or in the middle of a firestorm in Sonoma, Butte. Uh, again, I had mentioned uh, mass fatality. Never been through there. From the comfort of downtown Fresno, you're making all these assertions, and you don't know uh, a darn thing about actually the real world other than using your Fresno City credit card and campaign donations uh, to do your work. I think that's a pretty good summary, Mark. Good summary of the way things are, and uh, hopefully our Merced County voters will come out and give you all of our votes so that you can help counter some of the Fresno City votes. Well, I want to, uh, I know we have these last few minutes. I, I truly want to thank everybody for uh, listening to me over the past uh, few Saturdays. And uh, you too, Roger, for coming into the studio uh, when I have time as I travel in and around from Kalinga to Mendota to Fireball to Livingston to Los Banos. Um, it's a big district, and I've had a lot of good supporters. I'm just asking everybody to, if you have not cast your ballot, please, please take a quick look. Do a, a quick study about 
what I have done over 40 plus years versus someone who's been raised within the this political system and had worked up in Sacramento for a little bit uh, with, a, I believe, a Senator Rubio or it might have been Assemblymember Gil Cedillo, who is in trouble. And just compare notes. Uh, I have been there. I did build and forge relationships. I have built the emergency operations center that we have here at Castle. Uh, I did keep a sexual violent predator with the help of Gordon Spencer and James Fincher out of Merced County. Could you imagine if Carrie Verse was able to have stayed here in Merced County over on South 59 near that Child Development Center? What could have happened because once one is allowed under a civil commitment, you can darn well bet there was going to be others to follow. And that whole South End Merced along Childs Avenue, South 59, could have been inundated with rental homes that were going to be leased by a company that was supposed to help transition these sexual violent predators. And it's terribly ironic that my opponent would seize upon a, a paper issue that occurred it, it's not like I said through the keys to somebody said, hey, go let that person out. It's terribly dishonest. Uh, it just shows you the type of mentality and ethos this person has. And you just kind of get tired of it. And Hence, I appreciate you allowing me to uh, chat about this to, uh, directly to the, uh, to the listeners. So I digress. I want to thank everybody uh, that has supported me over the past few months. I know um, you have just been inundated with uh, political mail, both at the Congressional, State Senate, Governor, Assembly. Uh, I certainly appreciate your patience and your thoughtful casting of your ballot because it is a – it's going to be uh, – we're just diametrically – Opposites. She wants more taxes, more regulations, uh, hasn't done anything under one-party rule for more water storage. Uh, I want to suspend the gas tax. It's about the economy, where everything is inflationary. We're up to 9%. And here's another thing. This past week, uh, did they not um, hire the interest rate, another 0.75? How is that going to impact a family is trying to buy a house or uh, needs to borrow money for some commercial real estate. It's just a one hot mess and the recession is looming and you just can't have a group of folks over there just handing out money hand over fist. One can say that there is a uh, budget surplus in the billions of dollars, but you can go through that real quick if you have a couple years of a downturn. You know, I think in the news in the last couple of days, there's been comments that the uh, the budget office's projections for income for California has taken a giant drop. Correct. Something like $8 billion less than they thought or something like that up to this point in time. I mean, we could go, uh, we could go on and on. You've got uh, diesel... Uh, storage is at, or uh, supplies are at its lowest. Uh, you have the gas tax that she refused to even acknowledge about wanting to suspend. Uh, you have uh, inflationary prices at the store. 
decisions for families are having to be made on a day-to-day basis, which I think is just extraordinarily unnecessary. And that's why, as we end this program, uh, I believe I'm the best candidate so I can stop some of this nonsense. I want to get to yes, but I want legislation that's going to be thoughtful. I want legislation that's going to help everybody. I want to make sure that there are checks and balances at the state capitol, and I'm the person that can do that with the rest of my colleagues. There's talk that uh, that we might be surprised at how many Republicans end up getting elected in our blue state of California. I see that. I, I'm, we're constantly uh, monitoring polling and what's kind of getting everybody uh, wound up and excited. Uh, my whole part of being out these last uh, few days is to get out the vote because just like everything else if you don't vote you shouldn't complain you don't count exactly (laughs) and what i'm trying to do is just showcase the differences of having more uh, business friendly thought process like myself or another individual that refuses to suspend uh, gas tax actually wants to increase taxes, more regulations. Roger, when you have a hamburger commission that's going to dictate what a person at a fast food restaurant is going to make and what the conditions of employment are going to be, as opposed to the employer themselves, we got a problem. And we're going to have another mass exodus of persons, you know, kind of a famous family who's moving to Georgia and taking their uh, restaurants and moving out moving out of state for this exact reason. Yep, that was a big surprise that that went through, but uh, there's no limit to what the uh, current legislature can come up with. i got nothing to do and all day to do it, and i got to tell you, uh, Idle Hands are the devil's workshop. Again, to everybody, uh, thank you. Uh, please, uh, Mark Pazin for Assembly. I promise I will work hard for you. I do have plans for water storage, the homeless scenario. No more taxes, no more regulations, and we will never defund the law enforcement. All right. Well, thank you so much uh, for this listening to Candidate's Corner and hearing Mark Pazin, uh, candidate for Assembly District 27. Thank you, Roger. Roger.